Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Hey, family, we're back. Friday show. We're back. Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita, or is it? Tobias and Sarah, no. Or Prisca and, and Aquila. Aquila. No, Aquila just, or Prisca. It's, an, it's just an Anita. Yeah, just an Anita. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a couple things we want to talk about today. Number one. Yes. Let's um, talk about that. We're going to, uh, for the first segment, I want to talk about what the word Bohemian Grove means. Yes, so we'll get into that. Yeah. What the word means, Bohemian right. Grove. We've been hearing that that term uh, the last few months. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a few months. So we're going to go deeper into what it means yes. and who that demon god is that's on the lake uh, right there at the Bohemian Grove that they yes. co- that the that these rich and famous consecrate themselves mm-hmm. to. Yes. The second topic we're going to be talking about is what? It's uh, on David Willock on uh, the the is magic the gathering. It's dabbling into the occult. Yeah, we get a lot of questions about these card this card uh, called magic the, the gathering. gathering. A lot of pre- I know I've even some some live events I've been to, you know, parents come up to me, Jesse, my kid stays all day, mm-hmm. all day, doesn't get out of the room. He's playing this game called Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Now, anything that consumes your time that much, you know, even if you're reading something good, it's, that's not good. If you're reading Shakespeare, uh, you know, uh, 10 days straight, not coming out of your room, that's not good either. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also we're going to be talking about... Uh, yeah, dream catchers. That's another big you know, question. Should Christ- Christians stay away from dream catchers. They yeah. seem innocent, but we're well, going to find out how innocent they are. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yes. And uh, the, the the month of May is dedicated to our, our beautiful yes, mother. The, our blessed mother, Mary. In May, this is, it's spring in North America, and the flowers are beginning to bloom. I don't know if you've noticed that. And the earth is fresh and new, symbolizing new life. Mary's, yes, her fiat to bear Jesus to the... To the one who gave us new life. She is the new Eve of the new creation. So this month, as mo- as Mother's Day, we celebrated it. Uh, was it a year, a week ago, or two mm-hmm. weeks ago? Uh, remember, not only your earthly mother, but honor the Holy Mother as well. And Amen. Right? Hey, uh, today's also the feast day of St. Philip Neri. Yes, pray for pray us. for us, absolutely. And today's we Psalm 95, uh, the, the Holy Mass. The psalm is Psalm 103. I just want to read the first sentence. Mm-hmm. I love this. The Lord has established his throne in heaven. Alleluia. Alleluia. A couple of news items before we get into what is the Bohemian Grove. You had something that you shared with me this morning. Oh, yeah. About Bishop Barron. That's wow. Good. That's On good news. Twitter, he went. Uh, let me find this. Uh, he. Let me share uh, Erica's first. Yeah. Okay. Ca- sure. yeah, yeah. Catholic vote. Uh, Brian Birch. Mm-hmm. The CatholicVote.org, mm-hmm. great organization. Mm-hmm. They're on the cutting edge of, of Catholicism and culture. They've, uh, they're trying to put an ad, and they're trying to purchase an ad from the billboard companies in the Los Angeles area, especially mm-hmm. around Dodger Stadium. Yes. Guess what? Just got a phone call this morning. Not one billboard company in and around Los Angeles is, go- is allowing Catholic Vote to put an ad Essentially saying, quit picking on our faith. This Pride Night, these uh, sisters, these homosexual men, sisters of perpetual indulgence, are insulting Catholics. They were not allowed 
to put a billboard. The companies that shut them down are Outfront, Lamar, and Clear Channel. Wow. And also, I was told by my friends at uh, Catholic um, Vote that uh, Facebook and Meta have rejected their ads as well. And uh, they've, they've threatened to shut down all of Catholic Vote's ads over... Uh, over the, the uh, over outing the LA Dodgers, mm-hmm. so now Meta and Facebook are threatening Catholic votes, saying we're going to get all of your ads out of Facebook and Meta because we don't like the fact that you're outing what the jo- Dodgers are doing. This what is, this what is else the, is yeah, new? Yeah. The cancel culture. Yeah, this is exactly. You know, this what it is, is not free speech. We are not as free. We are we are communists. Yeah, this, this is, is a communist country. Control our thoughts, South, control our speech. Yeah, our speech. But we want to mention uh, kudos to Bishop Barron. Mm. He calls for a Dodgers boycott over anti-Catholic hate group. So he says uh, on his Twitter, he says, friends, it's hard to imagine anything more offensive than some of the behavior of the sisters of perpetual indulgence. And though they really are not sisters, they're not female. <laughs> they are homosexual men dressed as women. Okay. <laughs> We got some beautiful uh, sisters that are truly sisters in the religious life. Yes. These are not. These are male homosexuals. Okay? And he continues, which I think can only be described as an anti-Catholic hate group. Good for you, Bishop Bear. Thank you. Kudos to you. Yes, and he's him. calling for a boycott over this anti. And it's it, it's because they are mocking our religion, our Catholic faith, our beautiful Catholic faith. Again, like I said, what else is new? This country has been anti-Catholic. Yeah. You know, it's got a history of anti It's got a history. That's what I want to say. It's and got a history what? of and anti-Catholicism. It's, and it's back. It's back. I, uh, the famous uh, Harvard uh, sociologist, Dr. Arthur Schlesinger, Schlesinger, who's a Jew, mm-hmm. he actually says the last acceptable bias in the United States of America is anti-Catholicism. Yep. Yeah. No, nothing else is allowed. And I'm not talking about conservatives. I'm talking about the liberal left yeah. that are attacking yeah, this the is atheists, from, uh, all these This is coming groups. from the woke left. Yes, the woke left that cannot stand our religion. Why? And what, and because it's they're called to repentance. repentance. They don't want to repent. And this is happening under a, a, a so-called Catholic president's watch. Yeah. All Can this anti-Catholicism. Yeah. Yeah. I really. Hey, uh, let, we, by want, name only. Catholic exactly. by name only. Say Catholic. Yes. Okay. So I want to talk about some facts on the Bohemian Grove that I've just discovered the last couple of days, just kind of looking at, more into it. There's a, a, a researcher of ancient civilizations named David Wilcock. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's a New Ager. He's a lecturer on the New Age movement. He's into, uh, le- he's into UFOs. He's a filmmaker. He's a researcher on ancient civilizations. He's got several books. One's called The Hidden Science of Lost Civilization- mm. Civilizations and Others. Uh, he's, a, he's basically a whistleblower because it's, it seems like now he's left the, the, the Illuminati. And he's talking about in this video, he's talking about the Illuminati, and he says this. Let me let me read to you what he says yeah. uh, in the uh, about. So the that Illuminati. means he's maturing. Yeah, he's growing up. <laughs> Hopefully, he's coming to Christ one day. Yeah, let's pray. Yeah. He says he was talk, He says how to access what they, the Illuminati, consider to be spiritual beings that were useful to them, but what we would consider to be demonic or evil beings. These beings need to be accessed 
through a very complex set of rituals and ceremonies, you cannot just ask for them to show up. You have to follow very elaborate and specific protocols. If you follow those protocols, it's like having an IP address, which is what we use to go online in order to, to notate a website. Every website has its own IP address. Now he says, these spiritual beings such as Baal and Moloch, who we reject, rebuke, and renounce in Jesus' name, which still, which they still do ceremonies for today, wow. such as in the Bohemian Grove. Wow. There you go. Now we know who this owl is. Yeah, and this, and, and Baal this guy, and Moloch, and this guy reject was, in Jesus' name. name. Uh, this guy was, uh, he's leaving the Illuminati. He's exposing them now. And here's what he says. He says, there's a giant effigy, a giant effigy stone, effigy of an owl. That's the God Moloch. The God Moloch goes all the way back to Rome, Carthage, wow. in which they were offering child sacrifices to this God in exchange, who we rebuke and renounce mm-hmm. in Jesus name. Mm-hmm. Now, so Anita, wow. I, we were looking up the word Bohemian yeah. yesterday. What does the word Bohemian actually mean? Yeah, let's see. It means a person living an unconventional life, a person as an artist or writer who lives and acts free of regard for conventional rules and practices. Sounds to me like yep. the, like a Luciferian attitude. Yep, Luciferian attitude. Do as thou will. That is the whole of the law. Yep. That, that comes from the Satanic yep. Bible. Yep. So the word bohemian is is a person, artist, or writer mm-hmm. who does whatever they, they feel like doing. Yep. They don't mm-hmm. follow order. They don't yep. follow conventional rules. They don't follow laws or practices. They do what they feel like doing. Yep. That's called bohemian. Now, Grove, I looked it up in a, in a, in a Bible dictionary. Grove, it, it comes from the Hebrew word Asherah, mm-hmm. property, a wooden image or a pillar representing Astoreth, a sensual Canaanite goddess. Oh, that's, that's a demon. That's pagan. <laughs> Probably set up in a grove, 2 Kings 21 7, 2 Kings 23 4. In the Revised Standard Version, the word Asherah is the name of a wooden symbol of a goddess with the plurals Asherim and Ashtoreth. Mm-hmm. Found yeah. in Exodus thirty-four, thirteen, wow. and, and and Judges th- chapter three, verse thirteen. In the Septuagint, it's co- the, that goddess is called Asherah. In Second Chronicles fifteen, sixteen, or Astart. And so, in the earliest times, groves in the Bible are mentioned in connection with religious worship. The heathen, the the non the non Jews, uh, the, the Gentiles back then in the Old Testament consecrated groves to particular gods, and for this reason. They were forbidden to the Jews. This is found in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 3, Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 28. I, th- I believe that the, this uh, this title, Bohemian Grove, was deliberate. Absolutely. It's absol- d- deliberate because they knew why they, um, it's, it's a definition of what they all believe and what they stand for. Yeah, and that demon, that, that, that owl that's in the Bohemian Grove on the lake, it's the god... Molech, which is a demon. Yeah. And it's the god of animal of the child sacrifice. sacrifice. Child sacrifice. Hey, we'll talk about magic the gathering next. Yes. Our Lady Guadalupe, the cause of our joy. Stay with us, family.
Welcome back, family, to Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. You know, when my wife and I, when I, and I travel all over the country, <clears throat> we try to give people hope. Yes. And hope, the, the, the hope is Absolutely. Jesus. There is no other hope but Jesus Christ. As the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 1, Jesus is our hope. Yeah. And so you'll have a lot of parents that will ask us questions. My kid's doing this. My kid's doing that. One of the questions that I've had a few times is they've come up to me and they've mm-hmm. asked me, Jesse, my kid stays, you know, he's a pretty good kid, but he doesn't go to mass. Uh, he stays in his room for days, doesn't come yeah. out for days. And he's playing this game called Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I've heard this more than once. Now, anything that you start doing in excess is not good. Right. Even, even, for example, let's just say that <clears throat> you're reading the Bible, but you're not coming out of your room. You stay there for days. You're not showering. You're not bathing. You're not going to work. All you're doing is reading the Bible days, days, days. That's not good. Mm-mm. You got to shower. You got to brush your teeth. You got to eat breakfast. Yeah. You got to go to work. <clears throat> you got to go get the mail. Uh, you know, you got to be responsible. Yeah. So anything done in it, even working out. Oh, I, he doesn't work out an hour a day. He works eight hours a day. No. Doesn't work. Doesn't go to school. Moderation. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we need moderation. So we're going to talk about Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. But as I re- as we research it, I, I actually think it's dangerous. Yeah, I, I, e- I agree. Even in moderation. I agree. Any game that uh, that uh, is influential in the cult is the occult is yeah. is not good at all. Okay, so this article That's opens that opens doors. Absolutely, and we'll see this mm-hmm. right now. We'll, yeah. we'll, sh- we'll share the articles, then we'll yeah. give our commentary. This is from Tom Nash from Catholic Answers. He's he's a he used to also work for Catholics United mm-hmm. for the Faith back in Steubenville. Good guy, yeah, right? Good guy. And he, so yeah, yeah. so. The the question the the title is is magic the gathering dabbling into the occult and the question is is plain magic the gathering likened to believing in the occult so what's the answer magic the gathering is a game that has gone through different editions since its debut in the 1990s because of some of its char- characters had demonic names. There was pub- first red flag. Yep, there was public backlash against the manufacturers out of concern the game might be promoting, or at least making light of, of the occult. As a result, both the creature type and the word demonic disappeared from the game in 1995. When the public controversy subsided over the ensuing years, a new edition debuted in 2002 and included. Grinning demon, <laughs> red, red flag. flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, anything. Yeah, red flag. Catholics. Yep. Uh, it's pretty simple. When when some game says demon, uh, yeah, get rid of it. Yep. Don't play it. Th- Absolutely. That's, that's a red Don't flag right there. Don't play yeah. it. Throw it. Burn it. Yeah. Burn it. Burn it. If it comes under your roof. That's right. Other ca- characters with demonic connections have followed in successive years. So does the game necessarily involve dabbling in the occult, as does a Ouija board? Not necessarily. But we can't recommend participation in the game. What's the purpose of the game? As the Washington Post noted in its, quote, weekend, end quote, section in 1995, quote, the players representing sorcerers use the cards to, quote, kill the other guy before he kills you with spells, enchantments, and creatures like chaos, orb, bad moon, and animate dead. That, that, that last sentence 
that Kill. said everything you yes. need to know about the game. Why a Catholic should not? Because you're putting this in your mind, right? In your in your memory bank, right? That it's you have being these... stored there. You're gonna go to bed at night. You're gonna be calling yourself by these demon yeah. names. Mm-hmm. I'm chaos. I'm orb. Right. I'm yep. bad moon. Right. I'm right. inanimate dead. Mm-hmm. And you see yourself in your mind killing people. Right. That's not right. a good thing. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We, you know, it's what it's that that saying. You are what you eat. Yeah. Okay. If you start consuming. This in your mind, you're going to act it out. Absolutely, without You'll a doubt. Act it out. Yeah. So devotees of the games, including Christians, will counter that the game is harmless, fun, and that, as with bad things on television, you can deliberately avoid the darker characters, including Liliana the Necromancer. By and, the way, that's a that's a demon in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. Lilith. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that n- not good. <laughs> not good. An immodest, and she's an immodestly dressed female character who, as her name conveys, conveys, conjures the dead, which That's is against does. Catholic teaching. Mm-hmm. We can't be talking to the dead. No, we can't. Others might argue that the characters like Liliana are okay since the actual purpose of the game is to match wits with your opponent, not actually seek to have a seance or kill another person. We disagree with that sentiment, though make-believe such games can open the door to participation in the occult. And that's what we said, open the doors and at least encourage make-believe activities that are not edifying, including necromancy and nefarious sorcery. For example, when one uses the, quote, internal, infernal infernal spawn of evil, end quote, card, the game's instructions direct, reveal Infernal spawn evil from your hand. Say, quote, it's coming, end quote. Infernal spawn of evil deals one damage to target opponent, the opponent. So you're supposed to look at a card. Yep. And yeah, look at the name of the yep, card. The infernal, infernal spawn, spawn of evil, evil, which means in, infernal baby yep. of the devil. That's what it yep. means. Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed to hold in your hand and say, it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's yeah. coming. It sounds like... You know, and you want to damage the, your opponent with it. It sounds like Rosemary's baby. Yes. Yeah. In summary, there are many edifying activities in which Christians can participate. This game, Magic the Gathering, with its various drawbacks, is not one of them. Absolutely not. It's not. We have some beautiful Christian games that you can edify your mind yeah. with. Now, <laughs> Now, the next article that we're going to share with you it comes from a lady who was part of the New Age movement. Mm-hmm. Her name's Marcia Montenegro. And so she wrote this article as somebody who was a New Ager and who used to practice this and play this constantly, Magic mm-hmm. the Gathering. And so I w- we want you to hear from s- an insider, not from somebody like us. Mm-hmm. We've yep. never played the game. We, we never will. Right, absolutely not. But from somebody who was steeped mm-hmm. in the world yes. of the occult, she used to play this game Here's what she says in her own words. Yeah, she says, too many people are emailing me without reading this article or without getting the point of it. Please do not email me to tell me that this is just a strategy game. I am aware of that. I am not saying that plain magic, the gathering is is practicing the occult. I am not telling anyone what to do. I am merely trying to point out, especially for Christian players, that pretending to be a sorcerer and playing with cards that seem to glorify the power of the occult may not be pleasing to God. <laughs> you think? They, yeah, that's yeah. pretending to, to be, be a sorcerer. sorcerer. 
Again, okay. Catholics, that's all you need to know there. And I like what she put the way she puts it. Glorify the power of the occult. Yeah. That's what you're doing when you play these games. Mm. When you play the Ouija board, when you're doing anything, those are your prayers. That's your ritual. That's your that's your mockery of the mass. You're yeah. going and and you're glorifying the occult. That's it. Yeah. Right. That, that, that was a good line from mm-hmm. her. Yeah, I like that. Okay, this is something for you. Uh, who who played to ponder? She said, "Please read Deuteronomy eighteen ten to twelve, and consider whether a game that makes sorcery magic seem okay would would be pleasing to God." This is for you to think about. That is all. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah so, uh, I want to read up Deuteronomy mm-hmm. chapter. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be good because we need to find out what the scripture verses and how she um, wants it. Um, this is knowledge. Yeah, this is in the Old Testament. This is Moses uh, writing uh, this to the Jewish people because, again, they were steeped. It, the pagan religions back in the Old Testament were trying to influence the Jewish people. I got it right here. Yeah. Okay. Deuteronomy okay. chapter 18, mm-hmm. verses what? Uh, verses um, 10 to 12. There it is. 18, verses 10 to 12. Speak, Lord, your servants Jesus. are listening. I'll read it from verse 9. Yeah, okay. When you come into the land which the Lord your God gives you, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of those nations. Those are the pagans, the Gentiles. There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering. This is child sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, he says, anyone who practices divination soothsayer or or an auger or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a wizard or a necromancer for whoever and those are people these are people who would contact the dead for you mm-hmm. these are people that would read your your palms mm-hmm. that would foretell your future who you're going to marry how much money you're going to make mm-hmm. you're going to people that that are fortune tellers Mm-hmm. Which which is condemned in the Bible because they access their power from demons, mm-hmm. and it says, "For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord, and because of these abominable practices, the Lord your God is driving them out before you." In other words, wow. uh, it, it it would be like today, uh, a person who's possessed, all of a sudden they get this knowledge, and let's just say tell they tell a person. Uh, something they tell the person something that nobody yeah. else should know. Yeah, and you know the scripture. You know, you read a little bit on uh, verse nine, and it's telling you you're going to go to a land where they're practicing all this. You need to not do this. Mm-hmm. That essentially, yeah. you know, I'm play- simple. Mm-hmm. You're going into a land just like I know many people. You know, foreigners come. You know, people come to this country, and what happens? A lot of them start practicing the occult. Yeah, you and know, that's why. I'm, by the way, that's why know, if me- they're not grounded in Christianity, that's why Mexico's bishops back in the twenties, thirties, and forties, mm-hmm. there was actually pastoral letters mm-hmm. telling Mexicans not to come to the U.S. Mm-hmm. That's when the bishops in Mexico they, they, they were stalwart, and they would they were writing in their pastoral letter, letters. If you go north, north of Tijuana to a place mm-hmm. called the United States, you're going to lose your faith because it's a Protestant country. Yeah, it has Hollywood. Yeah. It all has all the glitter and glamour. 
you're going to lose your Catholic faith. You're going to become secular. You become Protestant. And guess mm-hmm. what? Those Mexican bishops back in the 20s, 30s, and 40s, they were spot on. Spot That's on. exactly what happens. They cross the border over here. Yeah. The U.S., the, the secular culture of the U.S. right now is a machine to destroy your Catholic faith. Yeah, actually. Yeah, and, you know, just like in Hobbs, New Mexico, we, there was this one, la- one, one mother, she, she manifested and she said, why? Because she was involved in the occult. She was actually, you know, seeking uh, advice from the curandera. And that's which, which what is happened. a medium, medium, a medium. Yeah. So, that. so go back to the card game here. Uh, well, you know what? We're probably going to go to a quick break. So we'll just uh, we'll just hold off. We're talking about Magic the Gathering. We're yeah. reading Marcia Montenegro. She was a former New Ager. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was involved in the world of the occult. She yeah. wrote a letter and she's just telling people, look, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not your dad or mom. Right. But I'm going to tell you what I know about this because I used to play with this for many years when I was in the occult. And it's a, and, uh, it's a warning to anybody else out there. Uh, that wants to know about Magic the Gathering yep. and uh, and how dangerous it can be. Absolutely dangerous. And we got one to protect us, Our Lady Guadalupe. Pray for us and protect us. We'll be right back. Stick around. We're back. Magic the Gathering to play or not to play. Yes. A former New Ager says, nope, don't nope, do it. Don't do it. But before we get back into this article, um, I have to have some good news I needed to share. You know, Jesse and I have been going out um, evangelizing together for quite a while now. And uh, just early on when I started, I joined him. Uh, there was this uh, person in California uh, who called me yesterday and said, Anita, you don't remember me, but I came up to you and asked you how you do it with your husband being law enforcement. It's been very difficult for me. And and I just looked at her and I said, sister, I said, you just need to pray for him. You need to pray for him. And um, she she called me to tell me, guess what? My husband is going to the men's conference here wow, in uh, in Covina, which will be held on uh, what, what day is that? June uh, 17th, I believe. Go to vmpr.org. Yeah, vmpr.org. And he will be there. And I said, that is wonderful. Goes, you said something to me that just, I, I continued. I was a St. Monica and I continued praying for my husband. And now he agreed to go. So I see that he's starting to take our our faith more, much more seriously. And uh, I just want to thank you for that. So just, I just want to thank uh Thank you, all of you. Um, you don't know what a blessing it is to be out there and to talk to all of you and give you courage. And you know what? You don't realize how much how much you do for us, when Jesse and I, because we're looking at people that want to get to heaven, mm-hmm. and we want so much to help all those out there because you're helping us because you're make, you're holding us accountable. Yes, responsible for every word we say yes. when we're there. So just want to thank you. You know, iron sharpens iron, and it's reciprocal. Okay, so I just want to say thank you, and and we love you all. And just uh, remember, we just got to reach for the stars, and the stars is in heaven. (laughs) That's right. Right? Keep your eyes. More than the stars. We're going to reach for heaven. (laughs) That's right. Keep your eyes on Jesus, the author, and finish your faith. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're talking about Magic the Gathering, and this a former New Ager responds to this. (laughs) She said, a card game that was created in 1993 has spread from coast to coast, 
selling a mm-hmm. billion cards within 18 months. Magic Card the Gathering, sold by its Oregon makers, Wizards of the Coast. Kind of a problem. Yeah. I, wonder, I wonder who runs that company. <laughs> Wizards <laughs> of, of the Coast. coast. Is it the left is, coast? Is, is described <laughs> by them as a fantasy trading card game. The creator is a mathematician and veteran Dungeons and Dragons player. There it says everything mm-hmm. you need to know. Richard yeah. Garfield. The cards are linked to one of five kinds of magic. Magic here refers to sorcery, not tricks. Red, blue, green, white, or black. The, pl- uh, the players representing sorcerers, they use the cards, quote, to kill the other guy before he kills you. With spells, enchantments, enchantments, mm-hmm. and creatures like chaos or bad moon and the inanimate dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not Catholic, right no, there. No, it's not. No. Absolutely not. No. So, like D- Dungeons and Dragons, the famed role-playing game, Magic is a challenging game that calls for intricate s- strategy and shrewd plays. However, that strategy is worked out within the dark context of the occult. Many cards portray frightening and repellent creatures skeletons, blood, and images of death are common. There's the bone shaman, the necrete, shown licking blood off a dagger. There's a prodigal sorcerer. There's a dark ritual. There's sadistic glee. Uh, There's a torture, endless scream, and others. Those are all names of... Prodigal sorcerer, if that's not a... Uh, a complete mockery of, of the yeah. New Testament, Luke 15. I don't know what else is. That's pretty yeah. obvious. Yep. Well, well, who made that? Guys that run a company called what? The Wizards of, of what? what? Wizard of the West. Yeah, Wizards, Wizards of the West. West. Yeah. I can imagine uh, what religion they, they, they practice. Right. So those are the names of a lot of these uh, card uh, I- images. One card showing several skeletons called a Jildorin. Dead has this quote. It says on this card, it says, quote, they... They shall kill those whom once they loved, end quote. Mm, kill your family. Yep. That's what it means. See, yep. you can't even play games like yep. this and like, oh, this is just fun. <laughs> yeah. They have another beer. Let's have some tea or soda. This yep. isn't funny. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. When you're playing with the macabre, this isn't funny. Go ahead, babe. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's another, lastly, C. Lim Duel. He, which is a necromancer. So what is necromancy? Necromancy is a communication with the dead through supernatural and or occult techniques. Yeah. The only way a Catholic, and we don't pray, mm-hmm. we don't yep. pray, we don't communicate with the dead. No. We pray, pray for, for the dead. Our pray prayers for them. are Absolutely. praying for them that are in purgatory yep. so that they can be released sooner. We're right. not talking and they're, about... They're, those in purgatory are praying for us. Yeah. When I'm mm-hmm. praying for my mom and dad, like mm-hmm. eternal rest grant to my mom and dad or my in-laws, mm-hmm. I'm not talking to them. They're not talking to me. Absolutely I'm praying not. for their soul. Mm-hmm. So it's not necromancy, what we do as Catholics, because we're not talking to them no, until we get to the other side and see them, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Please, right, God. Right. So one should consider the possible results of exposure to these images and terms. What do they do? They desensitize to what is ugly, evil, or repulsive. Desensitization to sorcery and the occult, an interest in or fascination with death, familiarity with occult terms and concepts, 
developing a taste for the bizarre. And if you don't think so, that's a, what these things do to you. If you don't think, do. as the rise of Satanism mm-hmm. in the occult, mm-hmm. there's this fascination with death. Really, mm-hmm. why is why is suicide up forty percent? Yes. If people aren't fascinated with death, mm-hmm. suicides up forty yeah. percent, mm-hmm. and and violent crime around the country. I read it's it's up like a hundred percent. In some places, 200%. Tragic, tragic, tragic. So if, if, if you think people aren't fascinated with death because of the occult, then you're just, uh, you, you know, you, 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 uh, you're just not reading the tea leaves. Yeah, look at that, that. The last one was develop a taste for the bizarre. Look at the, look at the drag queens. That's the way they look. That's exactly. Very, very bizarre. Yes. Very bizarre. Who are they? They're, un, they're behind a mask. They're hiding behind the mask of who they really are. They're Satanists. They're Satanists. And how do we know that? Because when, when you go to a lot of their mm-hmm. social media profiles, you can see that they're, they mm-hmm. post Satanic uh, insignias. They put they have on their social media profiles, Hail Satan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, if I had a social media profile, I would say Hail Jesus. So you know, right. okay, that guy believes in Jesus. <laughs> if somebody has on their social media profile, Hail Satan, guess what? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have, it doesn't take very much to deduce who they worship. No, mm-mm. So if you play or collect magic, it says, although a player is only pretending to be a sorcerer, is this any better than pretending to be, for example, a drug dealer? I like this analogy. She goes, imagine a game we'll call Pusher, where red cards are speed, green cards are pot, black is heroin, blue is LSD, and white is cocaine. Each player is a drug dealer trying to win by selling the most drugs and getting rid of the the competition. The game could be made complex by introducing challenges from the law, prison, gangs, impure products, etc. So, how comfortable would you be playing pusher? Would the message against drugs and the role of pretending to sell drugs seem hypercritical to you? Sorcery is no less dangerous and no more moral than drugs. In fact, there is a long-time connection between the two. Sorcerer is condemned by God through the Bible. You could see it in Deuteronomy 18. We just read that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Chronicles 33, 6. Malachi uh, chapter 3, verse 5. Galatians chapter 5, verse 20. And Revel- uh, Revelation 21, uh, verse 8. And, and among others, there's many more. Those are just the ones that she uh, she. she wanted you to know and it's classified in the bible along with witchcraft divination fortune telling that's what divination is fortune telling Mm -hmm. and spirit contact sorcery is a practice of magic and that's occult spelling okay so that it's spelled m-a-g-i-c-k when you ever whenever you have a k at the end Mm -hmm. it comes from satan Mm -hmm. because magic can be it's it could be safe Mm -hmm. you had for saint john bosco used to evangelize using magic many Mm -hmm. of the saints used to use magic with a c Mm -hmm. card tricks you know right throwing Mm -hmm. up uh yeah uh, uh, pins in the air there's magic with a c which is safe and sane there's magic with a k which comes from satan Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the C is using spells, incantations, or special rituals to manipulate or summon supernatural power. The term summon, by the way, is used in the occult and is repeated consistently on many cards in the magic, quote-unquote, deck. His, in his word, God makes no distinction between white and black magic. 
with a K. All magic sorcery is condemned. So whenever he says, oh, it's okay, it's white magic, oh, I'm a white witch, Mm -hmm. no, Mm -hmm. it's still condemned. (laughs) What about others you play or trade with? What about the people you play with? By participating, you're endorsing the game and perhaps setting an example for a more vulnerable person. Mm-hmm. Christian players should read 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9 and 12, which explains the principle of causing a weaker person to stumble because of your actions. Mm-hmm. Some people are drawn to the occult through games. Yep. Is fantasy bad? Fantasy and imagination have a valuable role in our lives, allowing us create, to appreciate, and to be entertained. They are part of how God wired us. But just as anything else human, fantasy and imagination can be misused. Instead of images evoking death and darkness, consider God's words in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, that tell us to dwell on what is true, honorable, pure, and lovely. Dwelling on ugly and bizarre images will break down and pervert our creativity mm-hmm. and imagination. But dwelling on the lo- lovely builds, uh, uh, dwelling on the lovely builds us up, lifts us up, and enhances our imaginative capacities. That's why our yeah. Lord Jesus Christ, He tells us in John chapter ten, verse ten, He says, "The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy." Mm-hmm. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it abundantly. The mm-hmm. devil wants to destroy and steal any goodness that you may have in your mind as a result of being a Christian. He wants to steal that. He wants to destroy it. He yeah. wants to kill any, any, anything that's true, honorable, pure, and lovely that's in your mind. Yep. Hey, we'll be back. We're going to talk about dream catchers next. Yes. Uh, Stick around. With our holy paws, our Lady Guadalupe, pray for us. Ora por nobis. We are back, Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. Hey, family. Yes. Well, thanks for coming, for sticking around. Last segment. We want to talk about dream catchers. Many f- Catholics have these dream catchers mailed to them uh, as mm-hmm. a gift, or maybe a, a, an Indian tribe is seeking some. They're trying to do a fundraiser, so they'll send these dream catchers to your house. So, what is a dream catcher? In many Native American tribes, a dream catcher is a handmade willow hoop woven to a web, or literally a net. They can include feathers and beads, and they're traditionally suspended on cradles as a form of armor and protection. Mm. Dream catchers are widely viewed as a symbol of oneness among numerous indigenous cultures and tribes. They also, they're also generally looked at as an indication of Native American identity, uh, yeah, Native American identity and Native Americans believe tre- dream catchers have been appropriated and offensively exploited by non-Native Americans. So uh, the history of dream catchers is essentially, when you read more into it, it's used to give you good dreams and to prevent nightmares. Mm. That's what they're for. So it's an Indian, it's an indigenous Indian device used 
to give you good dreams and to prevent nightmares. Well, in Catholicism, Anita, we call that superstition. Yeah, we call it superstition. So what what does the Catholic Church teach about uh, owning a dream catcher, right? This is what they say, what our, our church says. Dream catchers are objects that are based on superstition, on the matter of superstition. The Catechism of the Catholic Church states, quote, The first commandment forbids honoring gods other than the one Lord who has revealed himself to his people. It prescribes superstition and irreligion. Superstition, in some sense, represents a perverse axis of religion. Irreligion is a vice contrary by defect to the virtue of religion. Paragraph 2110. Yes. So again, dream catchers are superstitious. They're superstitious. Say, okay, I don't want to have a nightmare, so I'm going to put um, these, these uh, dream yeah. catchers in my room. No. So they could catch the nightmare. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> that's it, what yeah. it is. Okay, I got this in my room. Okay, I'm going to have a nightmare. Okay, these dream catchers. And where's the trust in the Lord? There is no trust. It's a There's trust. no trust. It's, it's superstition. Not, yes, superstition. Yeah. Just like a rabbit's foot, yeah. just like walk, you can't walk under a ladder, you can't step on the crack, yeah. all the <laughs> on the the cement crack. I mean, yeah, right. you know. Uh, but anyways, so what else does the Catholic Church uh, say about the dream catchers? On, on twenty one eleven, the yes. Catechism it says superstition is a deviation of religious feeling and of the practices this feeling imp- imposes. It can even affect the worship we offer the true God. When one attributes an importance in some way magical to certain practices, otherwise lawful lawful or necessary, to attribute the efficacy of prayers or of sacramental signs to their mere external performance, apart from the interior dispositions that they demand, is to fall into superstition. Give us an example. <laughs> so the, um, uh, the display of a dream catcher in your home is no different from the display of a Buddha as a decoration. While you may not believe in the superstition of a dream catcher designed to own one simply as a decoration, such ownership may offend your Catholic parents or influence relatives and other friends in obtaining one because of the belief related to them. As a Catholic who should be faithful to his religion, you should not promote, buy, possess, sell, or trade dream catchers. And I'll tell you... The word dream catchers tells you exactly what they do. They're supposed to catch dreams, okay? Mm-hmm. So prevent nightmares. Mm-hmm. Here's the testimony of a, of a person who uh, went back to their Protestant roots mm-hmm. and is now a Jesus-loving Protestant. And this person writes, should Christians stay away from dream catchers? And the, here's the article that she wrote. Very well written. Mm-hmm. As a Catholic, we would yeah. agree with everything she says. She yeah. writes, her blog is called My Journey to Jesus. And she says... As a hippie new ager, my room was filled with such items, such as dream catchers. They are extremely popular now, so much that people refer to them as just another fun item to have, even in a car or on a keychain. They look appealing, and the world makes them so. However, the purpose of these items is primarily spiritual. (laughs) Here it is. Here it is. She says it. There it is. They are supposedly made to catch bad dreams Mm. so that you can have a restful sleep. Superstition, superstition, Mm -hmm. superstition. (laughs) Therefore, they operate in the spiritual realm. They're not just regular home decorations. Yeah. Dream catchers are extremely dangerous. And instead of catching bad dreams, they actually draw attention for the 
for demonic activity in your sleep and everyday life. You read that, right? They can even give you sleep paralysis, which is often accompanied by seeing dark spirits in your room. We Catholics would call it demonic obsession or Mm -hmm. demonic oppression, yeah. Simply Google, quote, exposing dream catchers, end quote, and find articles and YouTube videos on the subject. I mean, it's all out there. She continues, but I am speaking from personal experience. I actually had something happen to me, too. Prior to becoming the Jesus freak that I am now, good for her. I was part of a movement but that c- come into the Catholic Church and right, right. You'll and, be complete and, fr- and freak out more with us. <laughs> yeah, get all the way. I love that. Come that all the way, freak freaky. Apple. Yeah. All right. I was part of a movement. She says that was focused on abundance and moon rituals within a quote dream catcher end quote community of women community of women that gifted each other with money and played a board game in the in the shape of a dream catcher mm. so that's kind of like a Ouija board huh? mm. not really but is not wrong it's down def- those lines it's definitely not Christian yeah not Christian yeah after it's leaving a cultic. Yeah, it's a cultic, yeah. yeah after leaving this community I experienced the presence of a black cloud end quote being attached to me following my departure from the quote, dream catcher, end quote, community. Okay, let me just mention something. Mm-hmm. That that black cloud is a demon. Mm-hmm. That's what's called in, in demonology and spiritual warfare. It's called a watcher spirit. Mm-hmm. There are certain demons that's all they're assigned to do. They just watch you. Mm-hmm. And this goes way back even before the Jews. There's a book called the Book of Enoch mm-hmm. where certain demons, that's all they're assigned to by Satan is just to watch human beings. They're called watcher spirits. And that's a classic description of what she just gave. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a black cloud over uh, the the White House? Oh, percent. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, she continues. It would literally. Fall. She talking about the black cloud. It would literally follow me everywhere I went. How did I know it was there? There are people that see in that the spirit realm, and it was confirmed by two people that have never seen each other or heard my story, that it was the case. You don't have 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 the book. Be- yeah, have to believe me. I guess she wrote it wrong. Yeah. As it is quite out of the ordinary, if you ask me. I then had a real deliverance done at church when I saw... At, at her Protestant at church. At her Protestant church. Yeah. yeah, she did at Protestant church. <laughs> yeah. Where I saw black for a moment and my belly was moving by itself. I thought it was an exorcism, but it was simply a deliverance prayer, and I was freed in Jesus' name. I didn't go flying on the walls like Father Pio. However, something was attached to me, and it manifested and left that that day under the name of Jesus and the deliverance prayer. Praise be to Jesus. So that's how she feels that she was delivered from yeah. the demonic. Yeah. I, I, she if, went if through, a, I guess. If a, she's a Protestant. She's a Protestant. She, she went better, through a deliverance. She, she, she better get sanctifying grace because yeah, it'll come back. Yeah, she needs that. Absolutely. Because that demon that was delivered from that gonna, Protestant mm-hmm. deliverance ministry will come back seven times stronger because the only thing yeah. that will close the door is the soul having sanctifying grace. That means having the life of the Trinity in the soul. If mm-hmm. the soul doesn't have sanctifying grace, the demons will yeah. come back with more friends. Yeah, right, right. So uh, dream, she says, dream catchers come from the Native American religion, have a t- talisman, talisman-like talisman na- nature, and Christians should have nothing to do with them. They are dangerous occult objects that open portals to spirits from the kingdom of darkness. She continues concluding, 
Trust in the Lord Jesus for protection and rid your home of all occult items as they give legal rights for demonic oppression to be present in your life in the form of headaches, illness, and God only knows what else. Good advice. That last, uh, yeah. what she yep. said it there at the end was very good advice. Yep. Good for her. So there you go. Uh, dream catchers don't catch dreams. They just give you nightmares. They give you nightmares. Be- because all you're doing is inviting evil spirits. Yeah. You're going to get that cloud over you. Yeah. You're going to get that watcher <laughs> spirit, watch that, bla- spirit, that black cloud. Gosh, Why? Just... Because you're engaged in superstitious practices. Mm-hmm. Superstitious practices, it... Uh, it, it it basically calls demons yep. to be at your side. Yep. Prayer calls angels. Superstitious practices like divination call demons. Yep. Uh, it's like prayer summons up angels, dial them up, mm-hmm. uh, d- dream catchers. It's same thing. You're dying up demons yep. and you're going to make them present to you. Right. Just like she did. Right. It was a black cloud. Yep. Because she was in the occult. Hey, just want to mention if you, uh, we'd love for you to go to the Holy Land with us. Oh yes, March sixth, October sixth to the sixteenth. October sixth to the sixteenth. Yep. We're going to the Holy Land, the land where Jesus walked with Father Dave Nix. My, my pastor was a retired military. Uh, he's uh, he's a Catholic priest. We'll be going for uh, from October sixth to the sixteenth with the Romeros. Yes, and one, and look, go to our website jesseromero.com. and you can sign up. And there's a flyer there. Just click on it, and it'll take you to the information that you are seeking to register. And we hope we see you there. And let us know if you heard it on the show. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to hang out with you for the nine days. Can you imagine hanging out together, walking the land where Jesus watched for nine yes, days? Yes, where Jesus walked. And uh, it's we, incredible. It's well, an incredible. Tr- for those who haven't gone there and uh it just just makes your faith just go, yeah just catapult yeah to another level exactly That's, it really does you know and uh imagine holy mass every day mm-hmm. uh sacraments available every day every day and you're going to hear some tremendous lectures because i'm going to be giving lectures supplementing whatever the um uh, the yeah. guides says as well, mm-hmm. and uh, just giving you probably some some real Catholic specifics on each site. So it's going to be the trip of a lifetime. October sixth to the sixteenth, October sixth to the sixteenth. Holy Land pilgrimage with Jess yes. and Anita Romero yes. and Father Dave next. Yeah, Father Dave and Father Craig Freely. Father Craig Freely <laughs> and others that yeah. will be there. Yeah. Oh, that's a wrap. Yep, we're oh, done. That T- was so fast. TGIF. Thank God, I'm yes. forgiven. Thank God. We're we're glad to be with you today and happy Memorial Day. And let's pray for those that have died for our freedom. Yep. And I'm especially going to lift up my father, who was a um, a war hero. Amen. And uh, in Korea. Amen. Yep. And also remember, uh, uh, sign those petitions, complain. We've got to register our complaints with Dodger Stadium, uh, LifeSite News, uh, America Needs Fatima, Catholic Vote. There's several organizations that have uh, a petition to sign. Call the number. Get involved. Let them know. They... Send a letter directly to yeah. LA Dodgers. Don't stop it. Knock it off this anti-Catholicism Dodgers. Yes. All right. We'll see you next time. God bless you. Keep God the bless. faith.